0: the left show is not intended for youngsters it's not intended for the sensitive it's certainly not intended for right-wingers use your own discretion awful sweary and now
1: hey rocky
2: watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat again ruffle up my sleeve presto no doubt about it i gotta get another hat now here's something we hope you'll really like
1: You know who the best-looking person
0: sitting up there was? Who was it with the cowboy hat? No, oh, J.M. Bell. J.M. Bell. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. And he hosts a podcast. Well, he, he was good-looking. You pompous, stuck-up, snot-nosed, giant, twerp,
1: scumbag, fuck-faced, dickhead, asshole!
0: So, basically, I, we were at my old house in West Jordan, and I, I, I came outside because I was still smoking at the time, and I was wearing cargo shorts, T-shirt, white socks, and then white uh, athletic shoes. And you, Taylor, you roasted me <laughs> to the point where I have never worn that outfit again, and when you come over... <laughs> I do not wear those shoes. I just couldn't. I
2: would do it again. You
0: so thoroughly took me down.
2: I would do it again.
0: Yeah. I had it coming. You know, they didn't have grass stains on them.
2: I remember that outfit, though. Like. I do. do. No (laughs) offense, but with your pale legs.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, it looks like I was wearing pants. Because I was wearing... I was wearing those light tan, look like I was wearing white tights underneath tan shorts.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, again, don't get me wrong. It, it was mockable. It was infinitely mockable.
2: You know, things never change. I'm still kind of rude about what people wear.
0: That's all right. You know, you were being helpful, I think.
2: <laughs> you were, it was coming
0: from a good place.
2: Probably. I only
0: cried a little. That's your problem. It really is. It really absolutely is. So, hey, uh, we didn't record over Christmas. Um, we're but I think we are recording through Kwanzaa, which just shows you how culturally insensitive I am. Um, but how did your how did your um, secular holiday go? Anyway, it was
1: quiet. It was quiet. When you got adult kids, you don't get woken up at 6 a.m. or earlier to open presents so it was yep. just uh, everybody slept in Michelle made breakfast we came down had breakfast then exchanged presents and then chilled out for the rest of the day until we had our ham dinner that evening
0: I keep forgetting to Christmas get a ham. ham I need to get a Christmas ham
2: fucking ham. love ham
0: we were going to do ham for dinner for Christmas last week and forgot to get the ham and so ended up pulling out a frozen lasagna And made that, and had some, Mm. some other like we had. uh, We had lasagna, we had pizza rolls, we had mozzarella sticks, (laughs) as you can tell. And I think we had a Caesar salad.
2: Italian,
0: yeah, that was our Italian Christmas. No, no fishes, but uh, Italian. Yeah,
2: that's funny. Well, I have a child, yes, who has been obsessed with Elf on the Shelf all month. I have Ben's been doing his own, so. he had. I have one here, and he has the one at our- his house. And so, to make his load easier, I wrote all of them. I set up everything perfectly so he wouldn't have any things. He went to Wyoming for a few days before Christmas. I set him like I gave him a superhero outfit, so it looked like the elf flew to Wyoming. Oh. to make sure that he was there for Della, and she was so happy the whole time. I fucking hate Elf on the Shelf. I liked it back in the day when Santa was the only one watching us. Mm -hmm. But I guess the population is like, what, 8 billion right now? So I guess he needs the elves. Santa's a little busy. So, and then she didn't want to go to sleep on Christmas Eve because she was so fucking excited. Mm -hmm. And then Ben came over at 5 a.m. because we were preparing. Uh So like I I left him a blanket on the couch like because I was gonna be up and like I slept in, oops. But he fell back asleep, and Della woke up at seven. And she did the same thing she did last year, where it was the most unenthusiastic child. She was Uh. she was she's very excited about her gifts. She's Mm -hmm. very excited about Santa being their gift. We only give one gift from Santa Mm because we don't know what other. In Rose Park, we don't know what other kids get, like how much or whatever. And we also think like Santa does not need everything, but she just woke up. She's like, wow, cool. Because she already knew Santa was getting it for her. So she was very happy. Mm. Uh, Last year when Jasper was alive, she bought him a bunch of hedgy uh, toys. So last year when she woke up, she ran to the living room, and she grabbed Jasper's toys and said, "Jasper, I got you a present." Didn't even care about Santa.
0: Nice, mm. I like nice. that. But, that's it's yeah. a, a good attitude for a youngin to have. Mine were mine my, my kids never, never woke up early. They were sleepers. We would mm. we it would six o'clock and roll around, seven o'clock and roll around, eight o'clock and roll around. I'm getting antsy. Nine <laughs> o'clock. you go, and you wake them up, and they're like, another half an hour, Dad, another half an hour. (laughs) And it's like, get up and enjoy the largesse. Right. Um, Yeah, we did the same thing, though, um, with with Santa, is Santa brings socks. Santa brings underwear. Santa brings Mm -hmm. simple shit. Because one year, I didn't, and it was a year where we had a couple bucks, and I did it backwards, and suddenly Santa's getting credit for a lot of cool shit that I did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like... Fuck the fat man, you know, and then about a year after that was when that that to me, I first saw that meme circulating like, how about Santa brings garbage because not everybody is rich. And I was like, hey, I'm already here. Look at me.
2: That's what we kind of feel like. It's like you can have your one big toy from Santa. Yep. But everything else is for mom and dad, Yep. because Mm -hmm. that's just how I feel like it should be. I did not grow up that way, but
1: I didn't grow up that way either.
2: I think that's how Ben may have been raised. I don't know. We mm-hmm. both just kind of came to the conclusion, like one gift from Santa. That's good. Then mm-hmm. she is prepared for it. Cause I already know she's not, she's neurodiverse. Mm-hmm. She's going to be that. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. just be honest, but it's easier. She also got a pair of slippers from Santa mm-hmm. that she is obsessively wearing. Nice. So, but she, all the other things that we bought her were STEM toys.
0: Nice. 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 That's the, the the toy store next to the comic book shop, Red Balloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all STEM toys and shit in there. It's I mean, yeah, it's really cool. Them. It's really cool stuff. It's all developmental. It's all that and has earned the nickname among the comic book folks is the Boring Toy Store.
2: The mm-hmm. Boring Toy Store. Oh, well, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're doing an experiment right now with one of them because one of them was a science kit.
0: Oh, fun. Oh, that's fun.
2: Yeah. So that hey, was so at Christmas. Fun. Then we just spent it with my family. My parents spoiled the fuck out of her like usual.
0: Mm-hmm. Good, dig That's it. What grandparents are for. Yeah, that yeah. is their job.
2: So, spoiled
0: otherwise, how the do head. they pay off the guilt they won't admit to having for being shitty parents? That's no, right. for
2: real though, I talk to my therapist <laughs> about that all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I am. So, uh, anyway, here we are. It's a new year. Um, we're going to talk a little later in the show, uh, maybe even in Patreon about our favorite stuffs, uh, from this year. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to head into 2024 with a positive fucking attitude. Um, you know, so that's why we're not really doing best and worst, uh, this, this year, but.
2: Because all of it was worse.
0: Yeah. This year, 2023. I have one statement to make that is vague as fuck, and it's for one person and one person only, but for years and years with Star Wars, my favorite character was Han Solo. It is now Luke Skywalker. The person I'm talking about knows why. I'm going to leave it there. This is just a special shout out. Um, But otherwise, yeah, 2023 was literally... The worst year of my life. Two exceptions. The worst year of my life.
2: Hmm. Worst year of my life.
0: Yeah. It was fucking awful. Um, My kids were in peril almost constantly for the first six months.
1: Constantly. Oh, my God. Constantly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's I mean I had I had personal issues, I had family issues, I had kid issues, I had mm-hmm. mechanical issues, I have definitely had the worst financial year of my life. And when you consider some of the slack shit that I've done in my life, it says something that this year was this bad. Um a lot of that, you know, uh was helped along uh post divorce by someone we won't mention. The devil you know so uh yeah bad shit happens um divorce can suck and then keep sucking well in past the day you sign the paper it should just be done but no it should be but it's not because life's got more balls to kick they just happen to all be attached to me Mm -hmm. well Aunt taylor you didn't have you you had a rough year I mean, it's. I think we all have. Yeah, I
2: like. I lost the most, the two most significant relationships I've ever had in my life. I lost my job. I lost my home, which is fine. The home is fine. Ben and I agreed that that was good for us. Yeah, because it was Ben's home. Like he made it his home.
0: Mm Hmm.
2: But everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Everything was gone and in everything but it's fine
0: i made you cry now i feel bad i'm sorry
2: i've cried i'm on my period it's fine i've <laughs> cried
1: <laughs> well not to it's mention not, I've it's been not crying. fine i mean the period thing aside it's not fine that all that should happen to you in one year that's not fine but you know
2: I, i've been crying you're right jc but i've been crying since the end of may so like what's another day
1: What's another day of crying, honestly? But no, it's not fine. And I, I, I feel you're... I feel for you, and if I could do anything to help either one of you at the level you need help, I would be there in
0: a minute. And do yeah. It, you know I... that, so. But your eyeballs I are clean. Yep. Your eyeballs are My clean. My what? Your eyeballs are clean.
2: I've yep. learned to keep them in. <laughs> yeah. It
0: gets them all nice and moist, and then it leaks out a little bit, and it's all washed fresh.
2: Yes. Yeah. They're
0: freshly washed. It is. It's, it's, it's like a makeup commercial please yeah.
1: well it wasn't the worst year of my life but it was definitely not the best year of my life I can tell you that 2023 kind of sucked overall I can't compare to you guys in any way but and and when I look back at the worst years of my life this one doesn't even hold a candle to it because I ended the year up which is weird for me normally yeah. I end I end every year in the hole financially emotionally physically sometimes just lost. And this year I've ended up and it that's is so, good. it is so weird. But to get the up meant I had to lose my mom. Yeah. And, uh, that's been, that's been the hardest part, but everything else has been, but with mom, mom passing, it wasn't a bad thing. It was just, you know, it's still, she's my mom. I miss my mom now, you know, and yeah. I missed yeah. having a, having a family Christmas this year. Like we usually had, uh, you know, there was a mandatory the week, the Sunday before Christmas you're at grandma's house. This this year would have been on Christmas Eve, and that would have been a lot of fun. But we didn't we didn't you know she passed, so we couldn't do it. So the gift she gave to me um, for the end of the year made me end on an up, which I'm very happy about. It's released a lot of stress and a lot of pain, but at the same time, I'm still stressing and still in pain because I can't imagine if I didn't have the if I didn't get that inheritance, I can't imagine where I'd be right now. With them cutting my hours of work and everything, it's like, yeah. fuck this shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's the yeah. it's the blessing from grief that, yeah. that sometimes you get and sometimes you don't. And when you do... And I
1: got it. I got it. And I said, what's the other shoe? And the other shoe was, oh, we're cutting your hours until the <laughs> end of contract year. Which well, is
2: luckily, luckily you like, got that extra money.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, great. I got this extra money that will now be spent instead of, you know saved which is what i wanted was something i could save and build some money you know build up a little more money yeah you
2: know,
1: take the god money forbid. to make money yeah god forbid we ever make any money in this world yeah
2: here's from money positive. that we're saving yes. i worked at a job that killed me like that just eggshells every day yeah i was already broken by the end of like by the end of the thing mm-hmm. but they contributed to my 401k heavily like i didn't uh-huh. have to put any money and they they gave me all that money nice so despite the taxes i know that they're going to be taken out but i'm okay for a few months like a little while
1: yeah because yeah. i
2: will like and i'm not doing it until next year because the taxes
1: right, way, right you don't know how much you're going to actually have and you don't want to have to owe it yeah
2: yeah <laughs> so but that is the plus to like losing my job it's at least i have that money that i can take out even though tax i do not care what people say i'm never going to fucking retire
0: no i will die working or homeless because i can't get work because i'm old i mean it's i know what my future holds and i'm really not looking forward to it but in the meantime you know Our,
1: our, our two generations have three choices when it comes to retiring work until you drop dead live on nothing which is what social security will give you or nothing you know and basically be homeless or win the fucking lottery Of some Uh, kind and and retire wealth and weirdly retire wealthy, but that's you know. I choose three lottery. I want three too. Everybody wants three, but the problem is we can't all win three unless
2: yeah, unless we especially in Utah.
1: Unless we murder Elon Musk and divide up his money among us all.
0: Yeah, that was the the uh, Powerball right now is at like seven hundred ninety million. Yeah, but and we were talking about it at the shop the other day. Somebody's (laughs) like, "Yeah, it's seven hundred ninety million. Probably get a ticket," and I'm like, "Yeah." I mean it all sounds well and good but you got to go to Idaho to do it and is it really worth it? Nope. <laughs> when it gets when it nope. gets to 100
1: million it might be worth it. <laughs> Never.
2: Oh,
0: fucking Idaho. But anyway. Anyway, I did uh, the- What yeah. did good stuff happen this year? Anybody get a happy thing? You went on your first um your first scooter outing?
2: I did start riding my scooter again. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I started hanging out with all these mm-hmm. people again. That was awesome. Changed a lot in my life uh, a couple weeks. So I started doing stand up comedy again. <gasps> How did you not tell me? I, I just assumed everybody knew. I started doing comedy again the other a few weeks ago because I decided why the fuck not.
0: I am so ridiculously proud of you. And then I've got serious FOMO for not knowing to go watch.
2: Wow. I haven't been ready for people to come watch yet because of like dipping my toes in.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'd probably be a little, I'd probably be a little enthusiastic.
2: But, you know, I know a lot of people, the same people, and it's it's been a good comeback. Is my scooter and my comedy, the two things that I used to love that I didn't do for a very long time.
0: I'm delighted to hear that. That, that actually, that, that I'm smiling.
2: It's, it's a good time well it's you let me know when you're ready because
0: <laughs> I was not to not to further drag this down and I think we're going to blow off the first four stories because I'm having a good time and it's the mm-hmm. end of the year fuck it what do I need a schedule for but uh, mm-hmm. I was going through the hard drive trying to find something for a, a sub stack I did today and it turned into a rabbit hole and then I found the videos of, uh, of the save the forest event Mm. Where you, Taylor, were my opening uh, uh, comic, and you fucking nailed it. You you crushed the room. You slew.
2: Can you, you, you like send me that so I can remember some of my jokes?
0: <laughs> yeah, let me see what I can do. It's, it's fucking huge. I think it's still online, too, but there's, I just hadn't seen it.
2: There's a lot of my new ones so far about Gen Alpha and how... I'm raising Gen Alpha kid because Gen Alpha is like the honey badgers where they're not like Gen Z, they're not fuck around and find out, they're just find out.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll give you and that.
2: They're one. the same as millennials where they they just don't care. Millennials just don't care, but like it's because we're kind of dead inside. So yeah. We're we, yeah, made sure the, I...
1: we made sure the uh, the hope was squished out of you right early in your lifetime.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, Gen X had no
1: hope, and, and you know, but we had to discover we had no hope after being given a childhood of television, saying all you got to do is try really hard and you'll be successful.
2: Yeah, millennials came in, were like, we have no hope.
1: Nope, no hope.
2: Wait, yeah. but also good news. Uh, just shout out to my friendship again. I'm so proud of him that he opened his shop, scavenged goods on the Bluebird District in Colorado. Yeah, I've
0: been following him. It looks really cool.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see him in a couple weeks. So, those are some good things.
0: I dig it. I dig it. What about you? You got some happy shit, sir?
1: What's happy? Um, Inheritance. Uh, My daughter is going to graduate from high school early.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, starting from her her freshman year I thought oh more of this again don't know how this is going to go cuz it was just it was it was hard for her um, emotionally everything and then it was right in the pandemic when she was in a yeah. freshman in high school not easy so i i sat her down and i said look i know you're going through a lot we've we've got you counseling and everything but this isn't i'm trying to tell you this isn't hard all you gotta there's a system and all you gotta do is figure it out. And it's not that hard of a system to figure out. Once you figure out the system, you're gonna be getting A's. Just do it. And I said the, the easiest way to start getting into that system is just turn in your homework. And you'll discover there's a system to get you A's. And I said, Your brother figured it out. And if your brother can figure it out, you can.
0: So nerf.
1: <laughs> so that was good. And so she actually pushed herself. Because they do a lot, they allow a lot more online since they moved away from Highland High School, which I was so happy about. Um, she decided to push it and take, you know, double up her classes, class load, and stuff, so she can graduate early. So,
2: and she didn't take seminary, which is always yep. helpful when you graduate early because Buck mm-hmm. Seminary it ta- makes you graduate on time, I guess. But like, it's not a credit. I don't know. Yeah, I graduated I had... early, excited not take seminary.
1: Yeah, I had uh, I had taken I'd taken seminary the first three years, and then I I fucked around my junior year, and then uh, the found out was you have to make up all these credit hours or you're not graduating. And yep. so I dropped my seminary credit. I dropped my seminary hour to get those extra credit hours I needed. Plus, took on you know we didn't have online school when I was a kid, so you had to go pick up a packet at mom's high school. Yeah. I remember one day one time I went in and they handed me the packet and I said um can I just take the test they're like you don't want to take that home and study I'm like no just give me the test I sat down took the test and aced it because it was in his top a subject I already knew everything about so I just thought it was hilarious I'm like thanks guys uh, but and I got the credit hour for it but yeah the yeah. uh they I had friends who were like you're not going to graduate from seminary I said so I could either be a very theological janitor, or I could actually graduate from <laughs> high school. What do you think my choice is going to be?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, real quick, let me tell you about the headlines we would have talked about.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry. And then, no, 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 you're good. I am.
0: I am completely happy with the way this is turning out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado Supreme Court took uh, Trump off the primary ballot.
2: Woo! Hell yeah!
0: Then, Jesus. then Maine did it. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, um, one I doubt of the
1: we get anybody brave enough in this state to do that, but, uh, I'd love to see it happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> one of the two abusive moms down in Southern Utah, Ruby Franke, um, uh, pleaded guilty uh, to child abuse. <laughs> um, she's going to go to jail for a while. And I think that's fucking great. Um, yeah, abuse charges and, uh, and, uh, for starving, uh, two of her kids. And then uh, in the silliest thing mm-hmm. the absolute dumbest thing would be Dukes of Hazard star uh, John Schneider called for the public hanging of Joe and Hunter Biden.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh
0: now, and literally literally was like I think you ought to be hung and your son to hung in the public square and your son too. And then as the as the Basically, the internet went either, what the fuck, John Snyder, or who the fuck is John Snyder? Um,
2: <laughs> so he, they appropriate things. Yeah,
0: he came back with, uh, I absolutely did not call for an act of violence or threaten the U.S. president, but you did. We all have screenshots, dumbass. You, you may have taken
1: down the tweet, but we've seen it. Yeah, so, yeah you-
0: And his son, Hunter, in hopes of finding, or, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I jumped ahead. It's my position, which I am entitled to have. I'm entitled to have it, that some of our nation's leaders in Washington have lost their way. Corruption runs rampant, both on our nation's borders and abroad. Transparency and accountability happen in order for our constitutional republic to survive. There is no threat implied or otherwise in that statement. No, not that statement, dumbass. The The one one where you wanted him hung in public (laughs) with his kid. Yep. You garbage human.
2: This man is also probably complaining right now that Colorado took uh, Trump off the ballot. Oh, no doubt of that.
0: No doubt of that. All right, let's take it.
1: Meanwhile, the Secret Service went, uh, John Schneider, and they wrote it on a file.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep, they did. That's probably when he went, oh shit, and deleted the tweet.
1: Yeah, and we're going to keep an eye on your dumbass, Bo Duke. All right, let's take a quick break.
0: (laughs) We get back on the other side. We're going to talk about the government.
1: Woohoo! When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
0: Hey, folks, Jeff here.
2: And Taylor. And Tiffany. I
0: just wanted to talk to you for a second about Patreon. At Patreon, you get special content. Every week that we record, we do a show on Patreon just for you, the listener. Now, what do we get in exchange for that? Cash money.
2: (laughs) We're not rappers. I don't know what to do that. (laughs) Cash money. Money rules everything around us
0: it really does it <laughs> absolutely does including the cost to host these shows that's all this pays for we don't do anything else fun with it because we still don't make enough in Patreon to cover the cost of hosting the show mm-hmm. so why don't you join us it's a lot of fun we're a little more inappropriate we're a little more ribald. we're a little more risible
2: sometimes we're a little more high yes definitely more high definitely
0: more mm-hmm. high so join us over at Patreon.com slash D-F-E-N-Media Patreon.com D-E-F-E-N-Media
2: You are still listening to The Left Show. All right, then. Here's some more of that, I suppose.
0: I I feel that I must, at the beginning of the B block, uh, let you know that at the beginning of the A block, I took a sizable gummy, and we are on a countdown timer. Nice. Because fucking New Year's Eve and New Year's Day are my normal fucking days off. So. Same with Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Normal fucking days off. So it's just like I get done with a fucking holiday and I am back to work on a Tuesday. It's yep. a. It's. I'm not. I'm not all that happy about it. But, um, no. So, what if anything are you guys looking forward to in 2024?
2: The saddest part about my tour. <laughs> Year, is that the thing I look most forward to every year? Is the first two weeks of January because it's my murder by death concert? Oh, where I go to the Stanley Hotel and I dress all fancy. And last year, Grace and this past year, Grace went with me, and that was the best time I've ever had. This year, I'm going alone, but I'm meeting up friends. Oh. but it's the first. It's like the second week in January. But this year, I'm going for three nights. That sounds fun. Instead of just one, I'm gonna go through all three. This a Stanley lot
1: of fun. The Stanley and I've I've been up by the I've been up to Estes in September for this big Scotch Festival they have there. Never been up mm-hmm. to Stanley in January. And of course the image I have of the Stanley in January is the image given to me by Stephen. by um
0: great, uh, Oh for
2: fuck's sake.
1: Yeah, what's his name? Uh the director. But uh Steven Stanley Sproulton. Kubrick. Yeah, Stanley
2: Kubrick. Yeah,
1: yeah, it gives gives me you know the image of Stanley Kubrick's, you know the the snowed in version of the Stanley.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful. It always is. Uh, they do they do the the concert in the ballroom where they mm-hmm. filmed The Shining. Right. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be amazing.
0: It does. It sounds like fun. Oh. It does. It sounds like fun. It's great. Yeah.
2: What do you oh, got? And then a bunch of oh. scooter rallies are coming up this year. So. Oh yeah, yeah. That'll be fun. I'm going to go to a bunch of scooter rallies. My parents bought me a Joe Hauler to strap my scooter on the back of my Forerunner. Oh, fun. So I get to go to as many as I want.
0: That's better than the Legos.
2: I know. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's practical. The Legos are thoughtful. Both are awesome.
2: Both are awesome.
0: Both are awesome. Um, what about you? You got anything coming up this year you're looking forward to? How about uh, issue oh, five?
1: Aye. Oh, I. May ninth to the May ninth through the twentieth, I will be in Scotland. Uh, what? That, yep, that first weekend, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth is a big uh, gathering for Clan Arthur uh, at the Port Sonican Hotel on the shores of Loch Awe, which was the, the the lake we we basically settled around. The, the Macarthur's settle around, and uh, we're we're having a big gathering, and then after that. Oh, I'm getting in the car and driving north up through the Great Glen to Inverness. So we'll pass Loch Ness. So I'll get to look for Nessie. And, uh, and then, uh, from there, we're, we're going up to Inverness and then driving down, doing a whiskey tour, uh, going to Balmoral Castle and then down into Edinburgh and then down nice. in the lowlands and then finishing off in Glasgow where I've got friends who are going to show me around Glasgow. And, uh, yeah, coming home. So a week, 10 days, basically, in Scotland. So I'm very, I got my plane tickets already. Uh, I got my passport, got my plane tickets. I've booked two of the two of the four hotels I need to book. I couldn't find anything in Edinburgh right away. I'm going to wait and see what I find this month, because I wasn't finding anything last month.
2: Don't stay in that one hostel I stayed at, where somebody no. was banging a girl on the bottom bunk of my bed. <laughs> well, all my friends did not have that experience. Why they were staying in the same hostel?
1: Yeah, hostels yeah. aren't aren't quite the thing uh, you do with a family vacation. So
2: yeah, I stayed at one time. I will never stay in a hostel yep. again in my life.
1: Yeah, we've. Uh, in I'm Inverness, excited for you. In Inverness, I found an apartment to that you pick up like a hotel room. Hmm. And I honestly don't think I spend hundred bucks a night on this place. But here's the best part. Well, that means we only have to pack for five days of our 10-day trip, because halfway through, when we're in Inverness, we can do our laundry. That's in this, awesome. In this apartment. That was the thing I was looking for. I'm like, uh, rooms, I was looking for a hotel in, Inver, in Inverness with laundry services, and a, an apartment came up. You know, a vacation apartment. I was like, I'll take the apartment. Two-bedroom yeah. apartment, let's do it. So, yeah, we're, we're going to stay in an apartment for two days, in, in, or two nights in Inverness, and then head head out from there so yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a good trip oh my god we're doing the touristy one this time and then if we can the next time we get back we're gonna do some of the more um some of the things that you know our our scottish friends will tell us to do you know the the our scottish (laughs) will say go do this instead this is fun you know what what are the people in scotland telling me to go do now that's that'll be the next trip yeah
0: Go find yourself an Englishman and kick him in the nudes. <laughs> well, I'm excited
2: for you.
1: Yep, I'm very excited. So that's the big highlight of the year, and then, um, I may be working on. I at the moment I'm working on a play that we'll be doing at the public libraries uh, in over this in the early summer. But that could be. I think I've got. I may be coming into conflict with the utah scottish festival so i Mm. need to talk to my producer ultimate bob easton and say so this weekend is a is a no-go for me so you got to decide if i'm going to be working on this show or not you know because i know he wants me to work no but i'm like i'm going to scotland and then i'm coming back and i'm immediately doing scottish things (laughs) every month
0: for you're gonna be insufferable You are going to be walking around with an accent. You're like, I'm better now than I was before. Look (laughs) at me go. Hey, look at this thing right here. I got it in actual Scotland. That's right. Yeah, you're going to be insufferable. you are going to be insufferable.
1: Insufferable. Insufferable. Oh, well.
2: That's exciting. That is very exciting. Yep. What about you, Jeff?
0: Well, 2024 is hopefully going to be a period of growth for the network. Um, we're bringing back uh, I told you so uh, it's on a bit of a what turned into a medical hiatus um, uh, because everything that could go wrong uh, did mm-hmm. so we're bringing that back and then uh, the one show I know for certain we're going to nail down this year is uh, it's called Gen Zex. Uh it's uh, Gen Z and X and that is going to be uh if we can f- manage to pull it off, it's going to be me and Braxton. Uh where I basically give him homework from my generation on shit he has to watch. Uh and then he gives me homework from his generation that I make that, that he makes me watch.
2: You're going to hate this. Mm, I'm just kidding. Maybe <laughs>
0: I might. I might. We've already done our We've already done our first um uh, info swap. I got to do a second one here just to get us ready. But, you know, the first one, I think that uh, the homework I gave him was better than the homework he gave me, which I believe is going to be the fun dynamic of the show. Um, in addition to that, uh, you know, um, if I can get somebody to help me with it, uh, we're going to hopefully get a new hosting program put together that costs a little bit less, which would be very fucking nice. Um, but, yeah. Otherwise, um no, uh, Tiffany and I aren't going to get married until 2025 um, oh. that we know of, so um, hopefully all the kids stay safe and healthy this year, as opposed to how they did not last year. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we'll we'll see how it goes. Um,
2: so, hey, yeah. maybe I'll start that podcast that I keep saying I'll start.
0: I am here and ready when you are.
2: I got to do it before Rick. My- grandparents die one of them's like you can't do that one <laughs> mm-hmm. she's alive but she's not going to be alive for very long and yeah. she doesn't know things
0: so. well that's what i've been doing with my dad is every time i see him i sit him down and record him telling me stories for two hours you know which, yeah. which has worked out pretty good and i'm going to start editing that this year as well uh i don't know if that's going to launch this year 2024 or 2025 uh depends on how long he can keep giving me stories Yep. So I don't know. It's uh it could be a very good year.
2: Let's just, Oh, Ed Brass reached out to me. Cause I've been having the hardest year, but he said he has a superstition where uh odd number of years are harder on people than even number years. And even number oh. years are really good to people. I hope so. So I'm well, going to live by that.
1: From a semi woo woo kind of standpoint. Um,
2: I love this, Woo-Woo, the infinity.
1: This next year is the Year of the Dragon. Year of the Wood Dragon. Year Years of the Dragon, if you think back 12 years ago, so 2012, before that, 2006, um, tend to be... Or not 2006. Um, yeah, anyway, 12 years before. Uh, those tend to be fairly upheaval years where everything seems to just go explode into and it comes and it comes back and you're like what the fuck just happened that's going to be this next year yeah so 2024 the good news is is that a wood a wood dragon is uh a little more in tune with itself so it could benefit us you know that could be a good thing so
2: and more delulu things or whatever uh
1: it's
0: Mm -hmm. 2024
2: equals eight eight is infinity yep eight is infinity infinity that tipped over Mm -hmm. yeah so did i so
0: that's fair (laughs) you win
2: maybe it's it's gonna tip me the right way
0: infinity
1: is eight (laughs) having a rest.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) there you go there you go so yeah it could it could all work out Mm -hmm. um all right you guys want to do some news yeah. Sure. Florida has an attorney general. Ooh. The attorney general says school libraries are for government speech, not free expression. Attorney General of Florida is claiming that the state's public school libraries are a forum for government speech. In May, Free Speech and Literacy nonprofit Pen America filed a lawsuit against Florida's Escambia School District. The additional plaintiffs in the case um, added on. Uh, these were the writers of uh, "And Tango Makes Three, a picture book depicting real life uh, gay penguins. This is from Justin Richardson and Peter Parnell, because penguins mm-hmm. are super gay. They're super gay. Yeah, I
2: mean, super gay. there's a already at Parks and Rec episode on this, you guys. Yep, mm-hmm. we are living in Parks and Rec.
0: Um. The plaintiffs allege that when Escambia schools removed Richardson and Parnell's book from the shelves this year, administrators were depriving students of access to a wide range of viewpoints and engaging in viewpoint discrimination, violating the First Amendment. Uh, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody, an apt name, I might add, mm-hmm. uh, a Republican who took office alongside DeSantis in 2019, filed an amicus brief in August arguing the opposite. Though the state itself is not named a party in the case, Moody filed the brief on the grounds of, quote, preserving the government's authority to decide for itself what materials to curate, end quote, in school libraries. Good guys don't ban books. They never have. Good guys don't ban books. It's a historical constant. It is the bad guys that, that, that... that ban the books that burn the books mm-hmm. that take away the thing that fuck up with the artists, that go after the the queer communities that go after the intellectuals and the students mm-hmm. and people that read books, you know it is it's the survival of the dumbest it happens it's a it's a wave we seem to get millennia after millennia, and here we go again mm-hmm. here this here time again. it's our turn, probably because we're brand new
1: <clears throat> but no this uh this government speech thing it's like um we've defined. On this show, multiple times, what free speech is? It means the government is not allowed to take away your right to speak, right. your right to expression. Right. By saying school libraries are for government speech, you are violating the First Amendment of our Constitution.
0: Period. And, and, and you're 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 done a very singular road to wearing Hugo Boss to work.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: That's all I'm saying. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Why Hugo Boss couldn't have made cool-ass uniforms for the Americans, well, <laughs> they're anti-Semitic. Yes. Um, so, the CEO of Wayfair, where I will oh, never boy. buy anything again.
2: I will never buy anything, period, from them. Ever. Like, I would never. I did a they few years ago
0: either. before I knew. But <laughs> the, the Wayfair CEO uh, had an end-of-year message for the employees uh basically don't shy away from doing more work and blending more work with your life. Mhm. "Quote, winning requires hard work. I believe that most of us being ambitious individuals find fulfillment in the joy of seeing our efforts materialize into tangible results," said the CEO uh Niraj Shah as he I don't know, bathed in the largess of the overwork of his current employees. Um, working long hours, being responsive, blending work and life is not anything to shy away from. There's not a lot of history of laziness being rewarded with success, said the guy who doesn't even have to show up to work to make money.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. He also encouraged Wayfair employees to think of the company money as they spend their own and negotiate prices. Would you spend money on that? Would you spend money uh, for that thing? Does that price seem reasonable? And lastly, have you negotiated the price? Let me tell you what. There's a guy that works in a comic book shop in a brick and mortar location where we have to pay rent, we have to pay utilities, we have to pay internet, we have to pay sewer and water and blah, blah, blah. I have to pay to keep the lights on. We have to pay to have employees in the store. This This is my job at a retail outlet where every fucking time I turn around, there is somebody going, do you mind cutting 200 bucks off this price? Yeah, I mind. I'm not doing it. I got to pay bills, goddammit. Get <laughs> fucking with my margins. This is not a barter society. If it were, I'd be smiling when you ask for that. Because I'm about to take you to the goddamn, you know, woodshed, dipshit. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's really what it comes down to, is the billionaires are and and, and heavy hundred millionaires and etc are just like no you know you guys got to do more look at all elon's guys he's got lots of money i need more money work harder fucking families work come on for
1: the same pay basically is what he's telling them
0: yeah or less work
1: longer yeah work more hours uh on your salary not your wage on your salary work more hours so that i make more money off of your sweat equity yeah
2: yep but, but by the way, we're going to have to cut a lot of jobs to make this
0: happen. Yep. 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 Sorry about those record profits. We've got stock buybacks to do. Mm-hmm. It's just very annoying. Um, Nikki Haley. Oh, my
2: goodness. <laughs> she's
0: dense. Was asked a softball junior high level question, early junior, like seventh grade junior high, like mm-hmm. late sixth grade. She was asked a question at a town hall. The question was as follows. What was the cause of the Civil War? Okay. I think that there are three people on this show right now that know that the cause of Civil War. Who? So let's go a little further back. Who was the first state to secede from the Union? Who? Oh, um, South Carolina. Continue. South Carolina. That's right. South, South Carolina. Carolina. Guess who used to be the governor of South Carolina?
2: Nikki, Nikki Haley. Nikki
0: Haley. Nikki Guess Haley. what the document said? That South Carolina wrote when they seceded from the Union to start mm-hmm. the Civil War. It was, we're pissed you're taking away our slaves, so we're not going to be a part of your dumb country anymore. We're going to be part of a new country where we can have slaves and hookers and blow. Mm-hmm. Hey. How'd that turn out it for It wasn't
2: me? about... It wasn't slavery. <laughs> it was just... Dis- it was disagreements.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was... It was states' rights. It was states' rights.
0: Well, her point was, is it was, uh, it was uh, uh, the Civil War happened over what the government should and shouldn't do. And somebody, and then she's like, what do you think it was from? She asked the guys, like, uh, slavery. She's like, what do you want me to say about slavery? Don't do it. That it was the The, cause of the Civil War based on the document signed by your state that you used to be governor of, dumbass. Jesus, I mean, what a no-fucking-brainer. Even when it comes down to it, your racist base is going to be delighted that you were like, well, South Carolina wanted to keep its slaves, so we seceded from the Union. And all the mm-hmm. goddamn guys with their, with their rebel battle flags and their Nazi memorabilia are going to go, oh, that's exactly right, Nikki Haley. Here's a five-point mm-hmm. bump on your polling. But no. Yep, She had to fuff it. Mm-hmm. You know? Idiot.
2: I mean Do you guys see... Oh, sorry, go on.
0: No, you please.
2: I was just going to say about Chris, Chris Christie, so go on about Nikki Haley.
0: Oh, uh, no, I mean, that's really what it rolls down to, is it, she's like, uh, what it means to us today is about freedom, that's what it was about, it was about individual freedom, it was about economic freedom, it was about individual rights. As Jonathan oh, okay. Capehart said on his show, oh, so, uh, you know, everybody's rights except for the black folks.
1: It was about freedom, freedom to do what? It was about economic freedom—the freedom to have an economy based on what? <laughs> I guess we just got to lead, lead until we get her to say the word slavery, because that's the only way that's going to come out. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. Well, she has to be like not Desantis slavery opinion, <laughs> but not Chris Christie slavery opinion.
0: Give me what was his I missed this
2: Oh he some like A Gen Z maybe asked about Like gay marriage For instance like Are you are you going to be more progressive About this like Are you going to actually be Vocal about this and what we should do Blah 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 and he's like talking about How like when he was governor he's like these were My these were my policies And this is how I felt this is how I was Raised uh, There's been a lot of years since that
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Opinions change. My opinion changed. He's like, Mm -hmm. I have to learn to become better. And that's what I did. I had to forget what my parents taught me and it took a long time, but I got there. He's like, but I have to learn with you. Basically is what he's saying. He's like, and I will, it's like, I'm okay with gay marriage now. It's like, but it took me a minute, but I have to learn also how to change my mentality that I grew up with. And I'm doing that.
0: The fuck? You know, he's,
1: he's a Republican president we need, but he will never be the one we get.
2: because
0: well, He's still an asshole.
1: <laughs> you know, he's, he no, he's make, make no, make no mistake. He's an asshole, but at least he's, he's starting to move in the right direction, which it's like that his party would never, especially the, the, The uh, forty percent of his party who vote, no way, no way would they push him, no way.
2: (laughs) I just want to share that because the dude is like, finally, is just like he's. I know maybe it's pandering, but like the Mm -hmm. fact that he actually is like, I have to learn too. Like being fully honest, it's like I have to relearn things too.
0: Yeah. No, I don't mind the sentiment. I just have a hard time buying it coming from the guy who closed down all but one lane on a bridge because he was pissy one afternoon.
2: Listen, I would have done the same thing if I'm pissy. That's no, Like, it's fair. fuck you guys, fuck your bridge, I'm out, you suck. If I'm the governor, fuck you guys. Okay. That's so,
0: Okay, I get this it. This is
2: why I would not be a I good governor that. because I get mad about everything.
0: Yeah, that's I'm. Uh, I'm seeing that maybe you shouldn't be governor, lieutenant governor. Just fine.
2: I actually think I would be a better governor than Governor Cox. Well, S- so I'd My left is
0: a better
1: governor than Governor Paul Cox.
0: <laughs> yeah, I sneezed about an hour and a half ago into a tissue, and I'm pretty sure the discharge would be a better governor than fucking Spencer Cox. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yep. I have a bidet to get rid of things that would be a better governor <laughs> than Spencer Cox. You heard me, Spencer Cox. You are shit your job.
1: Here's the here's the fun part. He's still a step up from Gary Herbert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. Both one.
2: of them blocked yeah. me. Both of them blocked me, but one of them unblocked me.
0: Yep. Herbert was it
2: her? no Cox unblocked Cox, me because I told unblocked. him it was against. I told him it was against the ACLU. Oh okay. Oh. There you go. Anyway.
0: Good, good, good. Um, so, yeah, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley then turned around and said that the question was a plant sent by Democrats. Ah, oh. Biden and the Democrats keep sending Democratic plants to do things like this to get the media to react. We know when they're there, we know what they're doing. Why is Joe Biden doing that? Why is he? It was a simple fucking question. You goddamn bonehead. It was a simple fucking question. What started the Civil War? Why are you being asked that? Because we know you don't want to say it because just like the rest of them, you're just Mm -hmm. slightly less MAGA than the fucking, you know, lunatic himself.
2: Yep. Gotta go in between, man. Can't be Chris Christie, can't be Santas. Nope. The Santas.
0: So then you're Nikki Haley And you end up looking like an asshole in front of everybody Like all of the racists are like Why didn't you just say slavery We're still pissed off about that and everybody <laughs> else is like What the fuck are you talking about you lunatic mm-hmm. <sighs> Nuts Yeah she said it was definitely a democratic plant okay. That's
1: what it was Nikki Yeah totally Who democratic Who the fuck plant.
2: cares Fine yeah fine uh
0: what else have we got um oh a United States judge halted the removal of a confederate memorial at Arlington Cemetery and the first time I read this I was like god damn it and the second time I read it I was like well shit basically nah. basically the 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 racists came back with an environmental impact study thing and I was like okay I'm fine with environmental impact studies and then get rid of it Mm -hmm. You know, where you're taking it from is obviously something where we want to do this very carefully. It's right in the middle of fucking Arlington Cemetery, which I happen to believe is a fucking insult to the men and women that died in the cause of American, you know, freedoms that we've got to be, have them buried with Confederates and Confederate statues around. That sort of pisses me off. But what are you going to (sighs) do? Okay, let's take a break. We get back on the other side. More news.
2: Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
1: This week on the world's greatest comic book podcast, we remember James McCaffrey, Lee Sun-kyun, Suji Abe, Tom Wilkinson, and Tommy Smothers.
2: Good Lord, that's a lot of dead people. is it? Is it?
1: possible to fraudulently sell CGC-rated comics? In Moving Pictures, Ryan Coogler is developing an X-Files series. I'm sorry, what? Jonathan Majors has been convicted. And which comic book writer does James Gunn consider a major influence for upcoming DCU movies? Crumb. In comics, Jimmy Pagliotti and Amanda Connor are having a charity sale. Marvel paid a week tribute on social media to their founder.
2: Not like a one week, not like seven days of tributes, you guys.
1: What are our reactions to Iron Man's new armor? (gasps) (gasps) <gasps> <gasps> Unobtainium. We review Batman Santa Claus Silent Night, Miles Morales Spider-Man number 14, Beyond Real number one, Daredevil number four, and Duke number one. Yo, Joe. Face for, <laughs> Triple Avers. motherfucker. Face for True Believers. It's the world's greatest comic book podcast available. Tuesdays on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts can be found.
0: Hey, I would just like to congratulate Batgirl for being Warner Brothers' most profitable film of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Looking at you, Aquaman, too. So what I've got is either more links, or we can talk about uh, our favorite stuff from the year, or we can do our favorite stuff from the year, and then whatever links we have to fill to the end of the show, which is, I have to admit, not that much time this week. So without further ado, uh, let's start with JC. Tell me, sir, what was your favorite story of the year? Henry Kissinger is dead! Yay! Oh,
1: hey. Henry Kissinger finally went to hell where he needed to be for a long fucking time. Yeah, Henry Kissinger is dead.
0: No, I dig that. That's a really, really good one. Um, what about what about you, Taylor?
2: Um, my three favorite everything that happened with George Santos. (laughs) Like it was just like one thing after another. He's not even the worst person in Congress, but somehow he's the one. Yep.
0: Yep. Well, he is the Mary Magdalene of American politics. He is. Um,
2: I like that the Democrats put out a video like in the arms of the angels with all his personalities.
0: Yes. Brilliant. TikTok. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So good. Um, Then everything that happened with McCarthy from however many times it took him to actually be elected to 17? simply getting off so fast because of one horrible, horrible, horrible human,
0: Matt Gates.
2: George Santos should have said that they should eject Mike Johnson right before he got kicked off. That oh would yeah, fucking he mm-hmm. missed a point in his life, but also Gavin Newsom and DeSantis. Like that was so funny watching that.
0: It's, it's sorta. Of, it was. It was like watching a a, a Mensa member pick on a special needs kid. That's what it mm-hmm. was, you know. So I just,
1: I just love how Newsom's the whole time is like, we're not even running against each other. What are you wasting this time on? <laughs> Why are you wasting yeah. your time on me? Stop punching up, punch down. If you well, I don't know how far. I don't know how he'd find somebody to punch down to. Ooh,
2: Richard and the Taylor guy. Green, that- I don't know. That guy that um, directly asked DeSantis if he was wearing the shoes, lifts.
0: Yes.
2: yes. Here's a pair of boots. Try them on. Show us.
0: Nice. (laughs) Very nice.
2: I'm not getting... Because we all know.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm phoning it in because this one cracks me up and... I have an impression. Mike Lindell revealed he'd spent 40 million trying to overturn the election. Mike is that- Lindell is a fucking lunatic. Look at look at what Mike Lindell has done. <laughs> That's my Mike Lindell. Yeah, he, re- he revealed he spent over 40 million of his own money on efforts to overturn the 2020 election. ardent supporter of Trump repeatedly pushed false claims that widespread voter fraud Cost Trump the 2020 election.
1: And well, you know, when a president puts you in charge of the pandemic, something which you have absolutely zero expertise in handling, you kind of stand, tend to stay loyal to the guy, I guess.
0: Yeah. I
2: guess. So I
0: did have an honorable mention, and that is Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg agreeing to hold a cage fight. Oh yes. Until, until Zuckerberg's like, okay. Two things happened. One, I tore a hamstring; wouldn't stop me. The other one is this fucking lunatic will not fucking settle down and fight me. He just keeps going for bigger, more grandiose things. Like we're gonna do it in the uh, in the Colosseum in Rome, and Rome's all, no. no, no, you're not.
2: He had to somehow make that forty four billion dollars back. From losing all that money on I would, Twitter. I
0: would pay per view to watch Mark Zuckerberg punch Elon Musk in the nose.
2: Elon mm-hmm. Musk, yeah.
0: Yeah, hopefully Elon gets a couple of good shots back, but I definitely think that, you know, Zuckerberg's probably being trained by some very, very, very high-rated goddamn mm-hmm. jujitsu masters because when you've got billions in the bank, you don't need to go with Bob's jiu-jitsu down at the Y. Yep. Yeah,
2: but, but like, I know,
1: I know. Elon started getting trained in MMA, but the thing is, is Zucks actually fought? Yep. he's actually not yeah. got combat experience. It's like that makes a big difference.
2: He's been training. A, like he's that's his thing. That's his yeah. That's, that's a sport. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: his sport. It's what he does. It's it's his sport. I know what that's like. And it's like I'm trained. Do you really want to go down this road with me, buddy? Um, and and the know, answer was I'm, no. The answer was no. no. The answer is no. I don't want to, but I'm going to pretend I do want to and try to do something impossible, like put us in the Colosseum. Yep. Bruce Lee filmed a fight scene in the Roman Colosseum. He didn't get to do it in the main arena. They won't let anybody in the main arena. He had to do it in kind of like the little corral areas where they kept the gladiators. He and Chuck Norris fought there. You know, basically in the in the kind of the corral area yeah. rather than out in the out in the Colosseum because they wouldn't let him do it. And that was in the 60s when Bruce Lee made that.
0: You know, you what know? they should have done is gone to Pompeii like Pink Floyd did. Yeah. Because then they,
1: they could be in a Coliseum looking thing. Yeah. And
0: pretend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, except that would actually sully the memory of the Pink Floyd at, live at Pompeii more than just Roger Waters talking these days. <laughs> um, so let's do let's do a little year end news as we come to the end of the hour. Right. Um, first of all, uh, Lyft is going to start offering a new option matching female and non-binary passengers with drivers, uh, that make them feel safe. I don't know how it's going to work, but I like the idea of it, you know, idea, since so. when I have to go somewhere, I Lyft, I don't Uber. Fuck I do. I,
2: so Uber and Lyft are basically owned by the same people.
0: Oh Mm -hmm.
2: shit. But Uber is not Uber is distrustful. Lyft people use Lyft yeah, because Uber has everything wrong. Right. So my last quarter of my MBA, I actually did a whole fucking 30 page paper on how Uber is so shady and how Uber is, um, just like all the scandals that happen and how they cover it up, Mm -hmm. how they just like, they will not fix the problem, even though it's like the same people that own Lyft. And it's like, this is why Uber is bad, but Lyft is not like how the, the like dynamic between the two together, but why Uber is negative one.
1: It's like these people up here bought the two have owned the two companies, but then they allow them to be managed out here by two separate groups. And Uber is the evil side and Lyft is the good side. Yeah. And I mean, for me, it was all based on what I could do with the app. Uber allowed me to schedule a little better, but I had to carry cash. Because I, if I wanted to tip my driver, I had to carry cash. With Lyft, all of that was already in the app. They thought ahead and I, I was like, I appreciate your thoughtfulness. I like Lyft for that reason.
2: Yeah. yeah. And Lyft was its own entity for a long time, but, you know, Uber bought them out. I've actually never used Uber.
0: I used to drive for Uber.
2: I just refused to use Uber. Yeah. Like, it just, everything that ever came out, even when it started, everything that came out of Uber was (laughs) negative and scary.
1: Yep. Why? Why haven't I, why have I never taken an Uber? Cause Jeff used to drive for Uber and he told me the story. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would I, why would I drive for a company that treats their drivers like that? Oh.
0: I drove for them for three weeks, seven years ago, eight years ago, still haven't been paid. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. But this is just shows again, Lyft is the better option because if they're trying to figure out this dynamic, mm-hmm. then it's awesome like they're actively trying to find out a solution for this. Yeah. Uber is just like how can we cover our asses.
0: Yep. Yep. Um let's see. A Sorry. judge. No, no, you're good. I mean that's why we do this. So people mm-hmm. is so people know. Uh a judge has ordered Starbucks to rehire and give back pay to a fired Colorado union leader. Starbucks of course is going to appeal, but Naturally. uh Barista Alendra Lynn Harris says she feels validated um, by the judge's ruling, which she said also backs up the hundreds of similar allegations from other Starbucks workers around the country who have been unionized in an effort to get better pay and better working condition. There's a lot of feelings, Harris said. I'm incredibly validated.
1: Good. It's the law. It's actually the law. We, we covered this earlier this year that the, the, the l put... Department of Labor put through a law that got a law pushed through that says if you're in the process of organizing a union, you cannot be fired for participating in union activities. You fall under that If basically, it used to be if you are part of a union and you're particip- participating in union activities, your employer can't fire you. But now they've said even if you're in the process of organizing a union, which they've basically expanded the law to protect these, these union organizers, that it's so weird to hear about union organizers in the 21st century. But then again, it's almost weird to hear about unions in the 21st century as badly as they got fucked over yeah. in the last century. So, yeah.
2: Costco had some good news for theirs. Mm.
1: For their labor union?
2: Yeah, they approved it. And then Costco had a. I know it's all PR, but Costco yeah. um, CEO came out with a... We failed you guys. If you think you need a union, and we're happy to do it, if that's what you think, like if that's what you need, because if you felt that, then we needed to do it. Mm-hmm. we need to do it for you, because so, we're failing you if you like don't feel like we're giving you enough.
1: So we have the small local Costco over here, right? And this oh, we same- have the
2: biggest Costco in America.
1: I know we do, and, and on 24 South, we go to that one a lot, but. The one right here in West Valley that we go to because it's just down the street from our house, um, the same people who started working there when it opened are still working there.
0: Yeah,
2: I see the same. They
0: love. Yeah,
2: yeah, Daryl over on Twenty First and Third West. Yeah, Yeah, I got bad
0: news for you, though, guys. We have the second biggest in America now. The biggest is now in Hawaii.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, my best friend lives there And she's Dallas. heard me mention Hawaii And so apparently next year We're going to go to fucking Hawaii Oh Congrats Della know what Hawaii is But she's playing Hawaii With her friends all the time
0: Oh Okay
2: But she We are apparently <laughs> going to Hawaii To see Heather
0: She probably thinks It's a two hour car drive
2: It's <laughs> a very long plane ride And she goes Can I sleep? It's like yeah
0: yeah, if you don't think I'm putting Dimetap in you, kid, you got I another would, thing coming.
2: Yeah. Um, before I leave, before I go pick her up today, I'm gonna give her stop at the store and get her melatonin. So <laughs> there no.
0: you go. There you go. I hey. wish I'd known about melatonin when my kids were little. I know getting them to bed was hard. Getting them up was hard. You know, yeah. but once mm-hmm. they got in bed, they were usually fine. Okay, a little bit more news. Uh, we're over a bit. No, we're good. This is fun. I'm having a really good time with you guys today. Um, <laughs> Kate Blanchett is launching a female trans and non-binary film fund after being quote, the only woman on set. Um,
1: quite often. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> quite often.
0: <laughs> anyway, she's launched a proof of concept accelerator program alongside the co-founder of her independent film company, dirty films. Um, and uh, the inspiration for the vital Fund struck Blanchett when she walked uh, onto an undisclosed movie set and witnessed a woeful lack of diversity. Quote, I was not only the only woman in front of the camera. I was the only woman on set. My shoulders sank. I wasn't angry. I was disappointed. And let me tell you something. Kate Blanchett disappointment is a whole other level of disappointment. Ugh. I would hate it if Brie she were Larson got with
1: canceled her. for that. You know, for for calling that out with the press that they're you know she kept getting all these these men coming in asking her sexist questions like, "Can I get a woman next?" In fact, I don't want to do any more of these unless a woman is or unless it's women doing it. And I don't blame her for it after no. the questions these fuckwits were asking her as Captain Marvel. And so it's like, why aren't you? You know, here's Kate Blanchett going, "No, I'm going to launch a film fund." I'm like, "Yes, talk to Brie Larson; she'll donate money."
0: <laughs> yeah, well, basically, Brie Larson yeah. called out the comics gate dipshits, and Kate Blanchett's just making movies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's really just who you target. Uh, exactly. And then our last and final story of the year: Matt Gates is fighting with his own party. Mm-hmm. He's riding Surprise. high after making history by leading the charge to topple former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, but ousting McCarthy apparently wasn't enough to satisfy this uh, trafficker of uh, women children
2: yeah i was yep. gonna say teenage women so children teenage women.
1: children children
2: yeah. even
0: mccarthy's recent resignation from the house which by the way i think the press hasn't paid near enough attention to um mm-hmm. hasn't staunched the florida republicans anger now gates is jumping into the house races uh to oppose mccarthy's picks promising some nasty primary battles as florida man tries to consolidate MAGA power and other Republicans are super pissed. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. They're pissed at Matt Gates now.
0: Let them fight.
2: Yep. Ooh, just like they should. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Matt Gates is one of the reasons that this whole party, this whole year has done absolutely <coughs> fucking well. Like yeah. he, him, two other people are the reason this whole year has been such a waste of our lives
1: Mm -hmm. yep i agree completely
0: i do too
2: but okay keep him in
1: no i mean and that's the thing it's like trying to oust our boy santos it was really interesting to see moderate democrats going wait we need something that he can be actually convicted on yeah and they, they waited for the Ethics Committee to come back because that's kind of like a conviction in, in Congress that the Ethics Committee is... It's said, enough you, for you, cover. It's enough to say you've done something bad. And uh, so they were waiting for the Ethics Committee. So the first vote was all the Republicans trying to get rid of his dumbass, a bunch of liberal Democrats. And then the moderates are like, eh, hang on a minute. And it was, it was a good move on the, on the moderates to say, no, let's wait until we have something. And so with and so the problem is is Gates, they're not pursuing the child trafficking, and that's what's pissing me off because he should as soon as as soon as the allegations came out, the fucker should have been out.
0: Yeah, gone. If yeah. he was a Democrat, he would have been. He would well, have been he if he had, had been, McCarthy, been a
2: Democrat. Yeah, McCarthy wanted to. Hmm. Gates was faster.
0: Yeah, Fair. that's the other problem.
2: That's it. It's Gates was faster than McCarthy.
1: Hmm. Yurtle the turtle okay. McCarthy, who can't get a,
2: so can't get yeah. Just wait till Johnson uh, links up with the Democrats again this next month Mm -hmm. for the government spending. Let's see what happens. George Santos, though, his interview with that woman on YouTube, like that I watched on YouTube.
0: Oh, yeah, that was weird.
2: Beautiful. Loved every second of it. I want to watch it again. Still weird. (laughs) (laughs) Again, though, Matt Gaetz, nobody likes him, but he's faster than everybody else that opposes him. Because he knows what's wrong before they do, mm-hmm. so he can step up once they figure it out.
1: Fucker. Hey, con Man knows the knows how to get out of the out of his law breaking faster than anybody else does. So
2: someone yeah. said that if he wasn't in Congress right now, he would be um, an ambulance chasing lawyer. Oh
0: Jesus, yeah,
1: or a or a, a, a an evangelistic an evangelist preacher. Yeah, he's got the hair for it. He's got the. Be, eyes be one of, yeah, yeah, he'd be one of those two things. He'd either be the most the most charming evangelist preacher that would get that would eventually they'd find out you know about all of his underage girls that he traffics, and he'd be you know he he'd have to resign he'd he'd resign temporarily in disgrace and then come back, because that fucker Jim Baker has come back somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like yeah, sooner or later. Because everybody wants to believe in the fuckwit, yeah. He'd, he'd be a, he'd be a good evangelist minister or an ambulance chaser. He'd be one of those two, absolutely.
0: Well, ah, huh. that's it for twenty twenty three, gang.
2: I think this was a good good one for you guys.
0: I yep. did. I had fun. Uh, we got a Patreon coming up, uh, which, as you know, we do every week that we record at patreon.com dot com slash Defen Media D E F E N Media. Going to make some big changes over there this year. Everything's going to be cool. It's going to run smooth. Um, you know, we'll be doing more content with more shows. So, if you haven't joined us before, um, I'm making this week free, so you can pop over to Patreon.com/slash/DefendMedia and listen to both this week's The Left Show uh, After Rant and uh, the world, uh, uh, the world's greatest After Show. I'm making them both free this week um uh, sort of as a as a present to you guys
2: i think uh, my sister subscribes to the patreon
0: outstanding so. that's why she's so awesome
2: she is pretty cool
0: yeah i'm a fan me too yeah outstanding
2: Della's favorite aunt actually
0: oh that's why i'm guessing Aww. all right you guys any words of wisdom for folks as we head into the new
2: year The even numbers are the best, and just every month, anytime something good happens, just put it in a jar write it down and put it in a jar, even if it's something mundane.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's great that's advice. It.
2: Then at the end of the year you can remember what was good.
0: Just because the dragon's made of wood doesn't mean this year's not gonna be
2: fire. Nice. <laughs> this better not be the Trojan horse kind of wood.
0: Oh Jesus. Nah. Uh, nah. Just good year. Good oh, no. year for wood.
2: Yeah. But so just, <laughs> anytime something good happens, write it down, put it in the jar.
0: So more wood for 2024 is what JC's saying. That's what I'm saying. More wood for just 2024. For
2: that. I'll tell you guys about that later.
0: All right. We're <laughs> hanging out. We're going over to Patreon. Let's all do what the British lady says. If
2: you've made it this far, you might as well join us on Patreon. Patreon.com. Dfenmedia. Media. This episode and more always available at (laughs) www.theleftshow.com.